Welcome to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. I'm Matthew Carlock, and today I'm going to go over another recent event or behavior my kid has done and the stumbling epiphany it's led me to as a parent. I also share what it's like getting a toddler to sleep as I play a recording of one of our bedtime stories that I routinely fall asleep in the middle of telling due to exhaustion. story time. Let's talk about friends, shall we? Friends. Thing of the past. When you're an adult, and a parent, and a transplant, you no longer have friends. They don't tell you that. In any of the books, and any of the media, they don't tell you about how you will no longer have friends. TV makes it look like, you know, moms have their little wine group, you know, once a week. Dads have bowling and their beer buddies. But they don't show you the behind the scenes, especially when those sitcoms have multiple kids and the other parent is dealing with those kids. And, you know, unless you, like, adamantly schedule time, that's not going to happen. It's also not going to happen if you're, like I said, a transplant and you can't. If you're listening to this, odds are you've heard the phrase and have maybe used it as your own mantra. Adulting is hard and making friends as an adult is, I don't know, it it seems almost impossible. My friends now consist of my colleagues and some neighbors. I mean, great love my colleagues, love my neighbors. They're great people. But that core group of friends that you grow up with, middle school, high school, maybe the buddies you had in college, we're all separated. Luckily, we can keep in touch, you know, through social media and stuff. But it's, it's you know, not the same as, like, hanging out, hanging out. Now, this being said, I just had a wonderful two-parter with uh, some friends of mine who are way in the, you know, out in Texas while I'm over here. And it, it was a blast. I had a lot of fun. We're going to be doing it more. But, like, again, oof, it's just, it's just it, it feels like it's going to be a thing in the past. Like, having those, like, really close friends and you can have those, like, meetups and stuff like that. It just feels like a thing of the past, you know, for me. Uh, specifically because I've, I, uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to make friends, right? Um, or even develop those like strong bond kind of uh, friendships. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just venting. Maybe I'm just talking about things but there was a there was an SNL sketch a little while ago about you know taking guys to a, a guy park you know making fun of a dog park and it's it's weird that I was like that would be a great idea that, that would be great but you know not just for guys just like friend park and I'm sure there are a lot of gregarious people out there who can like walk up to someone and be like hey what's up but like approaching someone with the intent of trying to like create a friendship that's based on like 
mutual knowledge and understanding of each other is kind of terrifying. As a kid, you don't think anything of it. There are some adults that walk around and will tell you every last detail about their life, and, you know, good for them. Possibly oversharing, but good for them. Um, I'm just... Maybe I've grown out of that. Maybe I'm no longer that. Maybe I'm no longer the one that can, you know, just walk up to someone and have a conversation, which is weird because I remember being able to do that very easily. In college, you're in class with someone, you look over, you start a conversation, and then next thing you know, you're having lunch together, and then you're hanging out together. It's, you know, natural friendships like that. At work, it's... Uh, you know, it's easy to make colleague friends, you know, people that you hang out with during work lunchtime and stuff like that, but outside of the work sphere, we all have our own lives and taking in someone to be a part of that new life is kind of daunting. And I'm not even just talking from like my point of view of like trying to find someone who will take me in and do that daunting task but also from my point of view it seems like a daunting task if someone was approaching me like let's talk outside of school and do all this stuff it feels that that sounds like it'd be weird no don't get me wrong i would like to do that i have um a couple of uh good work friends that you know i now called just regular friends because we hung out outside of work and stuff like that but it was an effort especially when you live far away from where you work as well and working in a school you know people are from all over the place that you're not locally designed to one area maybe when my kid grows up soon to be kids that's in like two months guys <laughs> that's crazy Hopefully, uh, kid's aunt will show up. I know she will. We already talked. She said she's showing up, so she will. So that'll be great. Anyway, anyway, sidetrack. Hopefully, uh, maybe when my kid has kids, and then I have to, like, take my kid to birthday parties, I can meet those parents, and hopefully they'll be in a similar situation. And that's all. That's literally what I'm hoping for. I can't wait for him to like make some actual friends, be a little human, and then yeah. Well, you know, pandemic also putting a little bit of a damper on everything. Oh yeah, yeah. That's putting a big damper on things. Anyway, anyway, friends. Maybe they're not a thing of the past. Maybe they're in the distant future. You know, hold out some hope. Uh, keep being happy, personal self. Uh, maybe something will come along and then we'll all be happy and there will be puppies and rainbows and we can all hold hands and skip and sing Rainbow Connection together. Yeah! Alright. That's it for now. Uh, I got a nice little story coming up. And until next time, get some sleep. for another story? Yep. Okay. Meow. Oh boy, a little kitty cat. Meow. Meow. Meow, meow. Cutting in on me, little kitty cat. Don't get your fluffy hairs on me. Okay. 
news story. Do you want it to be about anything? Mm, yeah. What do you want it to be about? I don't know. <laughs> okay. How about... Uh, let's see. Let's talk about the desert. You okay with talking about the desert? Okay. Let's talk about a family of jackalopes. Sure. Jackalope is a kind of animal that is a mix between an extra large desert rabbit or hare and it has antlers. Hey. This jackalope with its this jackalope family with its extra large uh, family members that are bunnies and its antlers hop around the desert eating scrub plants, dried up uh, tumbleweed things, roots, insects, and they're always on the hunt for water because every animal, every little, every living thing needs water in the desert does not have a lot. Well, here's the thing about jackalopes. Most people don't know that they actually exist. They still live way out in the American Southwest of the United States. Only a few people are said to have ever actually seen one. Because they're so quick and they're so wily able to hide from any predators or enemies that come looking for them. And the jackalope knew from experience that they had to stay away from humans. Well, there was this one family of jackalopes that was finding it really hard to get water. You see, it had been getting hotter and hotter and hotter in the desert every single year. Little by little at first, but the hotter it got, the more the water evaporated quicker from the rainy season. And the less that the families had, the families of the desert had, with getting it. Well, this jackalope family, with mama jackalope, and another mama jackalope, and uh, brother jackalope, and a little brother jackalope, and then a tiny little baby uh, sister jackalope. We're all hopping along, keeping to the shadows, looking for water. When they came across a family of desert lizards, I don't know their name, like horned lizards or something like that, they too were looking for some water. And then they came across a family of desert foxes who were also looking for water, and a family of desert mice who were also looking for water. Now, usually these groups wouldn't mix, but when it was so hot and there was so little water, you didn't want to compete for resources, and you wanted to help each other find what little resources there were and share it so that everyone had a better chance of surviving by working together.
this strange family of comrades, the jackalopes, the foxes, the mice, and the toads. They worked together to find some water, and they found a trail leading to an old spring. The spring seemed to have dried up, but the desert lizards said that they were so low to the ground they could hear that water was somewhere nearby. And then the desert foxes sniffed the air and said they could smell it too. And the desert mouse climbed up onto a nearby cactus to look around, said they couldn't see anything. So all the animals agreed it had to be around there. Well, the thing about jackalopes is that they are very, very good diggers. They use their little claws to dig into, to dig burrows in the sand and desert clay. So the family bent down, began digging, digging, and digging. Mama Jackalope said, I think I can feel the water or the dirt getting softer under my skin. I think there is water here. And the other Mama Jackalope said, yes, me too. And she dug her little antlers into the ground trying to get the trying to work faster and then all the other animals pitched in and began digging and digging and digging in this sand and then suddenly one of the little mice said wait and they all stopped and listened and there was a little gurgling sound and then some water started spilling up from the ground and they all danced and cheered because they had worked together to find the water they each took turns taking sips and were feeling very happy when out of the sky landed a big, uh, what are they called? Um, a senate? Of vultures? I forget what they're called, but then a court, maybe a court of vultures, whatever. A lot of vultures descended from the sky. These were big California condors. They had huge wingspans and they smelled really bad because they could, uh, they always ate rotten animals that they found or, and they could also squirt nasty stuff, I think, from their eyes or they, maybe they throw up on their prey, either way, or on people when they're attacked, not people, animals, whatever. They landed with a great big thud, and they said, out of our way, we want to get some of that water. And they moved all the animals aside, and they greedily stuck their beaks into the ground and slurp, slurp, slurped up the water. And little by little, the water dried up. They had found a little patch, but that was it, and the condors took off. Well, that was just rude, said a little mouse. Where are we going to find water now, said the tiniest little jackalope. Don't worry, sweetie, we'll find a way, said the mama jackalopes. So, they all agreed once again to start off the next day to look for more water. They decided to also travel at night. 
The foxes were really good at traveling at night, and so were the jackalopes. So the mice rode on the back of the foxes, and the desert lizards rode on the back of the jackalopes as it traveled through the night. And when they came to a rest spot during the day, they would rest, and the mice and the lizards would go out, seeing if they could find good places to search for water. The next night, they traveled some traveled some more, and right near day, same thing. Lizard said that they could sense the water. The fox said they could smell it. The jackalopes began digging, and everyone joined in, and then, just like before, water sprang up from the ground. They all cheered and celebrated and began to drink water when the shapes and the shadows from the sky began circling around. Oh no, said one of the little lizards. The condors are going to steal our water again. We have to band together just like we did to find the water, said the jackalopes. And everyone formed a little circle around the water. The condors landed and said, get out of our way. But the jackalopes, the mama jackalopes, reared their big antlers and said, no, you're not going to take our water away from us. And the foxes bared their teeth, and the little mice squeaked ferociously, and the lizards licked their eyeballs defiantly. And, in, and finally, the condors, who were really just big bullies, drooped their wings and said, You know, we've been looking for water too. It's so hot out here, and you and your little band have been able to work together to find water. We condors can't find water on our own. And so the little band thought for a second and said, if you're thirsty too, why didn't you just ask? And he said, well, we were afraid because of our reputation, you wouldn't listen to us. So you just decided to take our water, said the foxes. And they said, I know, but we were very, very thirsty. We had flown for days without a drop of water. You know, squeaked a little mouse, maybe you could help us and we could also help you in the future. Have you seen some large cactuses anywhere in your flying? And they said, yes, yes, we have. Well, said the little lizard, one of the lizards, if you can point us in the right direction, we're sure that there's water there too. So they let the condors have some water, just enough, so that everyone could have some. And then, with the condors leading the way, they made their way to a big cactus field. I guess I don't know what to call it in the desert. And the thing, um, I'm, I'm waiting. Um, the, 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 the jackalopes gored the trees with their antlers and everyone drank and that's how you live in the desert and you help each other out and you share your resources. The end. Was that okay?
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, leave a rating, yada, yada, yada. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at ColracM, that's K-C-O-L-R-A-C-M, or on Twitter at Colrac, K-C-O-L-R-A-C. Thanks. See you next time.